0: the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast which we smash apart the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one-minute chunks so we can analyze them in scrupulous detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Road to Infinity podcast.
1: Hey, and I'm Rob Cabosco, and Kyle, you're never fully dressed (laughs) without a smile. Brother you're, Brother, you're never, never fully, fully dressed, dressed without a smile. smile. Hey, you know, in case you didn't know, that is from the best, and let me emphasize the <laughs> best Annie version, the 1982 movie. Oh, wait. we won't have that discussion. I thought here. you said
0: 1982 Annie and best. I don't think those two things go together because I, I, I it's think the I, I don't from know if the, everyone knows.
1: We have a very serious disagreement when it comes to Annie renditions, but that's not what I'm going to bring this up for. Why did I bring that? And what is that? That was the wonderfully done song. You're never fully dressed without a smile featuring Peter Marshall, the chorus and the orphans from the 1982 version of Annie. Why did I bring that up? Kyle? Uh, Drop page. Uh,
0: (laughs) I believe it's because we're about to see a very well-dressed man.
1: Oh, and you know what I thought? Well, not only that, Mm -hmm. but there was a name mentioned in here. Let me give you a little bit of a history lesson. Did you know that at the beginning of the 19th century, men's style in England was basically a costume nightmare? Well-heeled gents wore coats with tails, silk stockings, knee breeches, and worst of all, powdered wigs. But then, a man by the name of Beau Brummel came along and invented the suit we're all still wearing wow. today.
0: Your clothes may be Beau y That's
1: what that line. Beau. Br-
0: they stand out a mile. Beau
1: Brummel is the person who invented the modern suit.
0: Wow, I got some issues with the old Beau, but at least he got us out of the <laughs> stocking and powdered wig phase.
1: Thank you, Beau. <laughs> that has something <laughs> to do with this minute. We'll talk. It's because here we
0: are, minute one oh six. Of the Incredible Hulk.
1: How could that be?
0: But and, uh, and still being directed by Louis the Terry, even though we're half <laughs> out of the the uh, movie proper and into the post credit scene, uh, because uh, we have a mystery man has walked into the bar where uh, Thunderbolt was getting hammered. Uh, this mystery man is has a very familiar voice, uh, and he's still talking as the minute starts, and he says, "The Super Soldier Program was put on ice for a reason." I like that. Yeah, put on ice. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Huh. Right. Ice as he's drinking with that. Bit. No, because Captain America is on ice. That's why.
1: Oh, is that why?
0: <laughs> that's why. Yeah. See, that's that's a nice little call for because it's 2008, and there's still a couple years before Captain America: The First Avenger will be hitting screens.
1: Well, and also, if you remember, in a previous minute, we talked about a certain deleted scene.
0: That's true. That you can see Captain America in the ice. There we go. That's true. So, uh, finally, the man says around, and OMG, it's RDJ. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Robert
1: Downey Jr. <sighs> with, with perhaps one of the most insanely manscaped goatees <laughs> yeah. you will ever see.
0: Well, so it's it's uh, this this is what what blew our minds back in two thousand eight oh, yeah. is a character from another studio, from a Paramount movie that had just come out a month earlier. Yeah. just walked into another movie from a uni- from Universal. What? But that you can't. That doesn't. How can you? I mean, like having them you know name drop Avengers at the end of Iron Man was huge. But like this is like. Cross studio participation. I what? That it doesn't. That doesn't happen. Like I can't like, stress to you
1: how much this didn't happen before this. Even for the people, I think even for people because I can remember seeing this, and I and I at all the different times, like early on in the in the in the beginnings of this, and I can remember people who didn't even understand, like people who wouldn't even have thought, oh, it's a different studio, right? Mm-hmm. People were still shocked by this. Yeah, this this had a moment where you were like, "Wait, what? How is he in this movie?" And especially considering the movie's over. Like, you know, I mean, again, placing this where it is in the whole scheme of things, it was shock. It was completely shocking. You can't yeah. overstate that.
0: Yeah, it it was it was a, this was a a thunderbolt of a moment. Yes. So uh, there, which he repartee continues. Uh, so Stark is saying, "I've always thought that hardware was much more reliable." <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. He's a weapons dealer. That's uh, it. And Ross says Stark, you always wear such nice suits. Ah, see what he did there. Suit. Now that
1: line, right now, no, and and obviously that line, that nice. if you don't think about it, you just think, oh, he's wearing. Well, yeah, because look at how nice his suit is. That's not the suit he's talking about. No. Uh, so yeah, Stark says, touche. Yeah. No, it's re- you know what. When I've seen this movie so many times, that line had never hit me as much as it did preparing for this. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) No, it's never because it's always, I always just kind of like, oh, yeah, because his suit's clean and, Mm -hmm. you know, and he's all together. No, 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 no. Put it in the context of what's happened. He's announced that he's Iron Man. Everybody knows He's that's what the joke is.
0: Yeah, yeah, cuz cuz remember at the end of Iron Man he says I am Iron Man and that had already hit theaters so every they, we they I assume that 90% of the audience who was watching The Incredible Hulk had already seen it right. because it was a mammoth hit by this point.
1: Well, I think that's what even makes this... And, was, and still in theaters. Yes, so it's it still in theaters. And I think that's what even makes this a crazier moment because yes. not just that he shows up, yeah. this is like literally a continuation of what the other movie did and where it left off. Right? That's amazing.
0: Right. Yeah. So uh, he says, I hear you have an unusual problem. And Ross says,
1: You should talk. <laughs> Which is even Oh okay. okay and even better because it's like dude you're you're Iron Man you're running around now everybody you got a target like the size of this state on the back, on your back now
0: yeah that's interesting because like mostly like, I don't know if, if it's ever established that these two had previous dealings because Stark obviously was dealing weapons to the military right uh, but obviously they both know who the other one was before they walked in this room so Ross says you should talk and. Stark says, you should listen. That's good. What if I told you we were putting a team together? And as the music starts to swell, Ross says, who's we? And scene. That's where it ends. Now, uh, that goes to black, and that is where the actual real full movie is over. Wait. Like, mm-hmm. we from here on out, it's Creditsville. Like, this is our last scene. So this is the, a
1: picture wrap on William Hurd! Woo! Oh my mind's is blown. Hold on a second. First of all, uh huh. I yes, this is amazing. We have come to the end of the movie. We've come to the end of yeah. and the rest. This and was, there's still more episodes, and That's you'll it. want to listen because there's a whole bunch more yeah. stuff to talk about. Yeah, but yeah, we got more stuff. I cannot believe what a momentous occasion this is for both of us after this this incredible journey. Yeah. But who's we?
0: <laughs> wait, wait a minute. So what? there's a lot going on here. Uh, and so okay, so. Those of you who are are, are casual Marvel fans, you're like, okay, so Tony Stark just announced I Am Iron Man, and he met Nick Fury and said Avengers Initiative, and so now he's on board the Avengers Initiative, and so he's sent to get Ross to bring him into the Avengers Initiative. But I've seen other Marvel movies, and I know Ross doesn't really like the Avengers, so how did they... they... Well, I think then we're going to need to check in with what's going on. That's right, it's our final installment of Meanwhile in
1: the MCU. (laughs) Wait, I'm actually not. No, I will on. Wait a minute. I'm even choked up about it being the final episode of Meanwhile.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is it. This is the, our, our last Meanwhile in the MCU for for uh, for Incredible Hulk.
1: I was not. Im- I was not emotionally ready for all of <laughs> hey, it.
0: it's coming down I'm to it. I'm sorry. I mean, like you know, this is this this is, we're we're wrapping we're wrapping up the show. We're we're, we're curtain down. We're uh, hanging up all the <sighs> costumes. You know, it's, we're trying to we're gonna hand this over and hand it over to the next group. You know, we're wrapping it up. But here's what's going on. So this scene is taking place in like two years from when it actually was shown. So the Stark you're seeing, as we've talked about in other previous MCU, this is Tony Stark after the end of Iron Man 2. Wait, what? So this, what you're seeing here takes place after after everything that happens in Iron Man 2 and after everything that happens in Thor. So you're thinking to yourself, why the heck? Okay, so we saw at the end, but those of you who know Iron Man 2 know that uh, Nick Fury said, yeah, we don't want you anymore. You're not a part of this anymore. You're you're, like, we don't, the Avengers Initiative doesn't want you. We want Iron Man, but we don't want you. So it's like, but why then is Iron Man or Tony Stark going to try and recruit somebody to a group that he doesn't even belong in. And there's a reason, and Marvel was really, really savvy about this. They found a way to retcon it, and they retconned it in such a brilliant way. So, here's what's going on. When the Thor Blu-ray came out in 2011, they had a bonus feature on. Now, those of you who are modern MCU fans, you don't know about this stuff, but when Blu-ray was a big deal, (laughs) they were doing a series called One Shots, and they were short films all of the characters, most of them having Colson in them, um, uh, stuff that was going on, other little expanded versions of everything, like entirely wrapped, full stories that were on there that sometimes would connect to other things and sometimes were just like wrapping up other things. And so one of those they wrote was called The Consultant. So it's about a conversation between Agent Phil Colson and Agent Jasper Sitwell. Jasper Sentwell well, would end up going on to become a HYDRA agent, but we didn't know that then. So at this point, they're just low-level agents. And so they sit down, and they have a conversation in a diner. And it's one of the best things that Marvel's ever put together because it, it ties in so much. They sit down, and they say, okay, the World Council, if you remember the World Council, those are the, the people on screens in uh, the Avengers movie, right. um, have made a decision, and they don't want the Hulk Anywhere near this, they want Emil Blonsky to be on the Avengers. And they're like, wow, they, w- they what? They're like, yes, they think that Banner is still a fugitive. He is a criminal. They don't want anything to do with him. And they think Blonsky is a hero. They want to exonerate him. They want to clear him of all charges, pin a medal on him, and put him on the Avengers team.
1: Oh, that's a horrible idea.
0: <laughs> that is a terrible idea. <laughs> We need to do everything we can to stop that. And they're like, well, that's not up to us. Fury has basically tasked us with going to General Ross, who controls Blonsky. You know, he has him like uh, under guard, essentially, and bring him in, bring Ross and Blonsky into this. And they're like, okay, well, the only way we can do anything about this is what if we send in a Patsy? And Jasper Sitwell's volunteers. He's like, I'm, I'm a great Patsy. Like, I'll go in and be really terrible, and he'll do this. And he's like, no, that's not going to work. Uh, we need to send somebody in there who Ross will hate. Someone that he will couldn't stand to be around, to work with, that will be the opposite of everything, that will rub him the wrong way, that will get under his skin and drive him absolutely insane. And Jasper was like, you know who the perfect guy for that job is? And he's like, we're not sending in the consultant. We're not doing it. And Jasper's like, we need to send in the consultant. And they cut to this scene <laughs> and you learn that tony stark is the consultant and so they basically colson manipulated this to send him in there knowing these two would hate each other and ross would know nothing to do with the avengers initiative and so it cuts back to the two of them sitting down and going well did it work what we find out is after this scene what happened was they got into a bar fight <laughs> And so Ross demanded that Stark get thrown out of this bar. Oh so what God, did man. Tony Stark do? He bought the bar. <laughs> so he thrown out of it. And then the last line of the uh, the consultant is, it's scheduled for demolition on Thursday. <laughs> he bought the bar and then knocked it down. <laughs> okay, so if you want to see that, you can. first of all, you can buy the Thor Blu-ray. But uh, for some reason, this is, this is still, like, it's not on Disney+, Plus, which blows my mind. It's really hard to find. You can't find it on YouTube. You can only find little clips of it. But you can find it on Vimeo, oddly enough.
1: Vimeo, where copyright has no rules. <laughs>
0: Apparently. <laughs> uh, so I owned the Thor Blu-ray, so technically I'm allowed to see it. But the only way I could find it was on there. But, yeah, it's called The Consultant. Uh, it's called. It's a Marvel one shot, but it's 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 such a beautiful retcon of them re-explaining this because, as we know, Ross doesn't join the Avengers Initiative, Blonsky doesn't show up again, and Stark is not a member a of minute. the Avengers Initiative at this point. So
1: I didn't know about any of this because I don't have I I you know I've moved <laughs> to digital Unpack. probably fairly early, so I don't have the Thor Blu-ray and I haven't watched that one. I haven't seen that that one shot. I've seen many of the other ones. Right. Wait a minute. Yeah. So you're telling me <laughs> when when he is saying yes. I hear you have an unusual problem. I've always thought the problem yes. was Bruce and the Hulk. That's not what the problem is you're telling me.
0: No, I'm telling you that that's the problem. Oh, wait, I when thought Stark you were saying says, is... I hear you have an unusual problem. He's talking about the Hulk and Blonsky.
1: Oh, but Blonsky, but but see, but now how that reads to me is that is Stark going in there to try to get so what's Stark Stark is going in Stark's, Stark's
0: mission that he's been given is to bring Ross and Blonsky into the Avengers initiative. Well,
1: no, so when he's saying I heard you have a... he thinks Okay, but then that's what what he's saying is that I hear you have an unusual problem. The problem is, what are you going to do with Blonsky? Yeah. Well, no, that's never how... When I saw this scene, <laughs> I've never thought that's what he was referring oh, to.
0: Oh, okay. What was he, like, hunting the Hulk?
1: Yes. Like, I thought, You're, you have oh. you have an unusual problem, and it's the Hulk, and we want the Hulk, so why don't we work together, and we'll find the Hulk, and then we'll take him off your hands, you'll get what you want, we'll get what we want, and everything will be fine. That's what I always thought that they were referring to. Because in... What
0: we, we find out, well, there's there's a couple things. In, in uh, Fury's Busy Week, oh shoot, I can't remember what the exact name of the comic is, but you find out that uh, Natasha has been around. She was at the Culver University during the battle with the Hulk, and she was also the one who collected sterns. Like she brought, you know, she she Wonder brought, wow. like she was there after. So like you, all these things, like obviously you can you can choose whether you believe comic book continuity counts or not, but it, it was designed well, of course, that of
1: course. way, right?
0: So then we, we flash forward to the Avengers movie, which I, I just actually we watched uh, you know, a couple of days ago. Uh, they they uh, they say, "Oh, you guys you guys found me," and Black Widow says, "We never lost you. We've been keeping our distance." So, <laughs> if you go by that interpretation, Fury knows exactly where Bruce is all this time. He's just not sharing it with Ross.
1: Oh, okay. The,
0: the... And he, right up until they recruit him for the the Gamma-related pro- project that they have in Avengers, they know exactly where Bruce is because he's, and, and obviously Bruce is on his own journey, which unfortunately at the end of this movie, he leaves to do, and we don't find out what that is until we sort of get some allusions to it in Okay, Avengers.
1: but mind is blown on what the basis of this conversation mm. is. That that blows my mind. Yeah. Number one. Number two, it blows my mind is this is taking place after Iron Man two. Yes. A movie that had
0: not even been uh, dreamed up at right. this
1: point. Which which brings me then to mind blown number three. Has Ross been drinking for two years in this bar? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, because why is he why is he that it happened because they happen at the same time. Thor, Iron Man Two, and oh. The Incredible Hulk happen in the same week. Oh.
1: Oh. Oh my god, my mind is blown again. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> yes. Yes, the whole thing of meanwhile,
0: that's the whole purpose of these segments. If you remember, so remember like we talked about when Bruce was at Stanley's, if they turned on the news, they would have seen the the fight at Stark Expo.
1: Oh my god. Okay. Oh.
0: And if you remember in Iron Man 2, Coulson leaves Tony to work on the palladium project. He leaves him to go to New Mexico. Because the hammer has
1: fallen there. I want you all to understand, everyone who's listening to this, I hope you are having the exact same geek out moment (laughs) I'm having. Because this is amazing. That's the beauty of this. Uh I am blown away. Kyle, at the end, (laughs) all the roads came together. Yes. All of it. The meanwhile segments. Mm -hmm. All of this. It was
0: all part of the plan.
1: I'm emotional now.
0: (laughs) I'm the Doctor Doom of podcasting.
1: This is a am- okay, wow.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I hope the guys. I hope the guys who do Iron Man Two are as cool as we are because I. There's a lot <laughs> I, I to mean, talk a, about with that. I say that Iron Man Two is is a linchpin.
0: There's a lot of stuff going through because there it ties back into this. It ties back into this very scene. Oh. Uh, it ties back into Thor. I mean, like it is it is intricately interconnected.
1: That in is amazing. Okay, that's amazing. I'm no, my mind is blown. Absolutely incredible. So, obviously, the credits are rolling, but I think we have we have
0: kept you uh, uh, long enough as we as we got deep into some MCU lore. Don't unsubscribe. Uh, we actually got some interesting stuff planned for the, the final credits. Uh, instead of just reading off names, uh, we're, we're going to do some, some cool stuff. Stay around for these episodes seven, episode seven, and then you'll find out what we're going There's to so do. There's so much more to discuss
1: so. as I put my mind back together. <laughs> okay. Kyle. You know, as I try to figure this all out now, Mm -hmm. I just could think to myself, I need to be comforted. I know one way in which I can remain in the moment of all of this wonderment, these thousand minutes, these thousand (laughs) minutes of discussion about 106 minutes of this incredible movie. I'm going to reach for my pillow. You know what pillow? Which pillow? My glorious rage monster Marvel movie minute pillow. Oh. And you know where I got that pillow from? Where did you get that pillow, Rob? A little place uh, called T... T- <laughs> 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 wrong thing. T- you G- know where I got that pillow from? Where did you get that I, pillow, I, Rob? I, you know, I got it from a place called thenextreel.com slash merch. Oh, I bet to that
0: site. You know what else you can get there? Masks.
1: Well, you do need those. It's shirts. The Shirts mugs iPhone cases I mean yeah. phone cases don't have to be an all iPhone all the things you
0: need to get through all these, these these rough times
1: yes and with us on them and they That's support right. the program
0: right <sighs> nextreal.com slash merch check it out we got some cool swag so in the meantime uh, thanks to you all for listening we will see you back here for episode 107 uh, hope you had a smashing good time until next time true believers bye <laughs>
1: I still can't believe how blown my mind is.